If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Brought to you by Prime Core Group, Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. For all your corporate collection needs, go to primecoregroup.com. We're at Talent Network Studio with Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki. John Evans is still on the road. Behind the scenes, of course, the heart and soul of the show, Josh Folio, Frank Mergia, David Sedemar, Corey Gale, and Wayne Weil are here also. And we wish you happy holidays. It's the middle of December, which means we have uh, got to get a shopping done. Uh, hopefully you have your Christmas stuff up. You're already burnt out on Christmas specials. And for the top priority <laughs> thing in our lives, as we know, fantasy football playoffs right around the corner and we of course in our fantasy football league are battling terry and i are battling for the sixth spot we have 10 team league we put the first six into playoffs uh eric factor and i have partners and we're going against terry and it's down to the wire mikey is is just sitting there in the catbird seat you know mr first or second place mr money waiting just waiting for it to start not even he's not even yeah he's not even like putting players and he's waiting for the playoffs man and uh you brought up some Interesting uh, uh, f- football fact because we were all looking at our, you know, lineups and everything. Mike about the Heisman and the quarterbacks. It's a weird we one because I mean, there's so many uh, the college football players and the high school, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner, the best player in right. all of um, supposed to be supposed to be technically, but it does not in any way translate to any NFL success. The only one I can really think of is um, Jim Plunkett, who won two Super Bowls, but since he's also the only Native American. He is the only one that's not in the Hall of Fame. But this is a weird stat. In the last 25 years, yeah. there's been 16 Heisman Trophy winners, and only one of them, as a quarterback. As a quarter, this is only as a quarterback, right? And only one of them has won a postseason game in the NFL. Wait, only one of them has won one postseason game? Just one. And he's only won one. You'll never believe who it is. Who is it? Tim Tebow. That's right, because he beat our he beat the Steelers. Yeah, beat the Steelers. I, I, Tim like, Tebow's the, wait. Tim Tebow's the only Heisman quarterback, quarterback to have won in the last twenty five years. I don't believe is that. Could that be right? Did, did Testaverde? He had to win a game, right? Well, in the last twenty five years, was so he, wait, was he Heisman Testaverde? So I think this he would was. Go right? back to like, but this would go back to like uh, twenty five years, so like nineteen eighty eight. Okay, so uh, out of there, I can't remember. Did Testaverde win a Heisman, guys? I don't know. I think he did. No, I think he did. I don't think he did. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I think he did. But we have guys Josh like uh, Gino Toretta. All right, Toretto. Yeah, he was he was kind of a washout. Charlie Ward, bros. Danny Werfel, Chris Wait, Winkie, okay, yeah. Eric Ward. Crouch, Carson Palmer. I guess he's never won one. Jason White, Matt Leinard, Troy Smith, Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford, Cam Newton, Robert Griffin the third, and then Manziel won last year. He's still in college. But none of those guys. One. 
a playoff game. Only Tim Tebow. It's, it's it's an interesting stat, isn't it? It's hard to believe that Tebow's the only guy. It's like if, if to win one game. I mean, even getting to college, you're probably like the best high school quarterback, you know, in your entire high school. And then you know to make it into college is a whole other level, and to to excel and to be the best at that level, and then make it into the pros, and you're just eh. It's nothing. That's amazing. Josh Atestavari did one in 86, so we just missed yeah, that. He did. Just missed that he cut. Yeah, the cutoff, probably, so, yeah. <clears throat> that, yeah, I mean, you, you... But did he win a playoff game? Yeah. Testaverde, he, he, he may have won a couple. But, he but here's couple. the thing. you got to imagine these guys getting got drafted very high. All of them made millions of dollars. Because mm-hmm. that was before they, they did the rookie thing. There was a rookie cap the last few years. Those guys made a zillion dollars on their on their bonuses and things and haven't won a playoff game most of those guys you named are out of football yeah a few are on a few are backups here and there a couple are guys carson palmer was a little bit surprising he's been around so long you think he would have snuck one in there chemo uh he he rolled on him at one play we went to the super bowl was it yeah you know Mm -hmm. that was a that was his chance his big chance and their best team probably although we had the number one defense that year and Mm -hmm. that you know so that's yeah that's hard to that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. But something a liner washed out, huh? Liner, I, he still hangs around. I think he's still somewhere. He's always like an he's an eternal backup. Pops up as a backup here and there. I just watched a football life with Kurt Warner. Yeah, and they were showing how you know when he was with Liner in Arizona, and it was pretty good. Warner was unreal. Yeah, that yeah. story. Kurt Warner was amazing. It's amazing. That yeah, it was a football life. Uh, you got to catch us on the NFL Network, but it. Amazing, you know. We all know that story. When you watch it, though, again, you're like, Jesus. He was, you know, stocking shelves at a supermarket, man, and he was mm-hmm. playing arena football. And and a guy from NFL Europe calls, and he says, "Hey, you want to play?" And he goes, "I'm not going to play unless you get me a tryout, also, with a team." And the only team was the Vermeil, St. Louis. So he plays in NFL Europe, goes in, and Vermeil liked him. And Martz got on his ass. Martz said, I really got on this guy. And he says the thing that got him was there was a time where a center screwed up. Center fumbled a snap, and he got on uh, Warner and yelled at him, was going to rip in him a new one, and Warner wouldn't give up the center. Like he took the blame himself for fumbling the snap. And he knew he didn't. He knew he was a center. Mm-hmm. And, and Martz goes, he said, I knew we had a leader with this guy. He's only third team at that point. He said, we had, they, they felt they had something special. They didn't know, you know, they thought something was with this dude, obviously. And then when uh, Trent Green goes down, he was the second, at that point, he was second team. Forget about Trent Green. Yeah, and that year they were predicted to do something. And, and they thought, oh, God, you know, is it Marshall Falk and everything? And Green goes down, and, I'm, and Vermeil just said, hey, what can I do? I said to believe in him. And he says, hey, I think we're going to go, you know, far away with this guy. And all of a sudden he throws 300 yards a game. Man. Remember that year? Yeah, Great yeah. Show on turf. I, he, Great that show was on turf. that was fucking crazy. Cause it was he crazy. Went, he went. Uh, he went from uh, arena, grocery bagging, yeah. and NFL Europe, Europe to fucking a Super Bowl champion, MVP in the league, and MVP, and MVP in the Super Bowl. Yep, that's nuts. Yo, that's no Heisman Trophy, no, no nothing. nothing. He was right. I don't. Even, probably not even drafted from what I remembered. I don't know if he, no. I don't think he was. No, I think no. he was an arm in, in uh, Green Bay's camp for a while. Up. That yeah, was where he started. The Green Bay for a few few snaps, and, yeah, and it, yeah. but it, so it goes to show you that, that Heisman, I guess, is cool. It's great. Part of its hype, they say. Mm-hmm. It's hype. I mean, because there's a lot of great players. But how do you, man? That, that goes to show you how good like Kevin Colbert is, or, or different general managers. 
that can figure out who to draft. Because yeah. you got to figure out who can play in the NFL from college. It's a big, it's a big difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. How, how many people would a Heisman kill somebody? I only know one. How many people? So the one Heisman that killed somebody. Yeah, OJ. All right, OJ <laughs> is our all-time he's killer only, for Heisman, the, right? Yeah, he's the Heisman killer. Yeah, so, I think okay. so. So we only got one. But he lost guys. his NFL record to Aaron Hernandez with three. Yeah, I, Hernandez holds the record for the most people. Uh, most people killed by oh, an NFL player. NFL I see. Player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Not Hernandez went. Yeah, winners. you're right. Because he killed three. OJ killed just two. two. Only two. Yeah. Ray oh. killed one. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so, and Ray Carruth won. We got to see. Oh, Ray Carruth killed one, too. I forgot. Well, how to hand it. OJ yeah, had was. the greatest lawyer, too, to, to get off. Yeah. Kardashian's dad. Johnny Cochran, man. Yeah. And Rob Kardashian was part of the dream team. The glove don't yeah. fit. You must have quit. Must've that was quit. the greatest line. The, oh, that line is forever. And you know, somewhere deep down, he was like, I know that motherfucker killed him. Like Cochran. <laughs> yeah, but he's still, you got yeah. it. You, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Johnny Cochran was the man. He was the man. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's pretty. It's an interesting thing. Johnny, what's it, Johnny Manziel? His he's melting down, man. And we talked about that a few weeks ago too about his meltdowns and things. How crazy he is. I guess he's calmed down so far this year. But is he going to win the Heisman again? While the leader is under investigation for sexual assault, (laughs) so uh, the guy from uh, Winston from Florida State, so I'm guessing he's probably not going to win when you got, like, rape allegations. Oh, yeah, that's that's a really hard allegation to try and fight. That and hurting dogs, you can't do that. Well, yeah, uh, it it is amazing that that no player won won a playoff game, except for Tebow, who's out of football, I guess, now. Tebow's done nothing, right? Is he, he anywhere? No, no one picked him up. He got cut by the Patriots in training camp. He didn't do Canada or anything, did he? I don't know why Jackson why wouldn't, wouldn't you pick go, him up just why, to get some people in their stadium. He's from that area. Why wouldn't he, <laughs> why, why wouldn't he go to Canada? I don't know. Right? What's so bad about that? Play in Montreal or something. They wanted him. Mm-hmm. Make some money. Like Warner. Warner thought that, too. And if you watch a football life, he said, I thought I was really great and this and that, you know. He said, I, I just said, hey, I got a lot to learn. And he went out and he says, I got to prove my, I got to take this one step at a time mm-hmm. and just build this thing. And you would think Tebow would do the same thing. He's supposed to have no ego, right? Yeah. That's what man. they all say. He might just be depressed. Maybe. I don't, yeah. I would be depressed. Jesus yeah. hates him. Yeah. He hates him. That's all it is. <laughs> That's so sad. He doesn't go so up there with his God, doesn't want to go up there with the godless Canadians up there. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. I feel bad for him. Jesus hates him. I kind of do feel bad for him, man, because he, he was like. He's certainly not a bad guy. No, he's not. Man. <laughs> Maybe he yeah. is. Maybe we don't know right Maybe, now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, like, it's going to be like uh, usual suspects. He's going to walk yes. out of uh, the place and take off his mask, and he'll really be Hernandez, and Hernandez will be Tebow. Right now, he's <laughs> on his knees crying, God, I have sinned. I'm a squasher. <laughs> Nobody knows I'm a squasher. I really do feel bad for the dude because he, he's not garbage. It's not like he doesn't have any talent. He won a playoff like, game, right? It's he not did, campy, right? And he was with, uh, you he's know, good. but there was nothing the Broncos could do with him, and nobody could see doing anything with him, but. They'd have to absolutely build around his style, I guess, for him to even have a chance like they tried to do in Denver, right? They tried to do it with uh, Michael Vick. But Jacksonville should try. Like you said, it's crazy. What do you have to lose? You'll sell jerseys, make money. They've been trying to pay people to come see their games. It's so bad. They're giving out free tickets, and people still won't show up. What, the Jaguars? Yeah. It's like the Browns. Mm -hmm. Hey, since we're we're talking, since we opened the show up with so much sports, let's go right to – 
a man that uh, Jesus does love, Mike <laughs> Wysocki with Twisted Sports. He certainly does. I'm glad we were talking about quarterbacks because, uh, well, December's probably the month I watch the most football. You know, it's the only thing going on. Right. It's too cold out there. And but we're on a we're really in a great era of great quarterbacks. There's been a lot of those Heisman Trophy winners, but the thing that kind of annoys me are the uh, football announcers. I like them less and less and less. You know, Joe Buck and <laughs> Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, especially when they come fixated on a player, they drool over them, they call them <laughs> a stud or a sexy pick. They have these man crushes over them where they just they're like obsequious to them. They absolutely love them. And the number one and two NFL quarterbacks <laughs> that most announcers salivate over. I know who this is. Go Tom ahead. Brady and Peyton Manning. They love them more than anything. And they recently went head-to-head. I don't know if you saw those. It's a great game because you're watching two future Hall of Famers play each other. Two people, you know, with great records. And once again, this time, Tom Brady is your winner. It was the 14th matchup between the two future Hall of Famers. And in 14 matchups to see who's better, Peyton Manning lost 10 of them. He did win four times out of the 10 against Tom Brady. But I I still look online and people will still claim that Manning is the greatest of all time. When really, he's Tom Brady's bitch. (laughs) <laughs> he 10 for him last game. He's been to three more Super Bowls and won three times as many Super Bowls as Peyton. And the funny thing is, though, is that Eli has his brother's back. If it wasn't for Eli, Brady would have won five Super Bowl rings because Tom Brady is Eli's bitch. Uh, so if it was a quarterback, Lucky Pierre... It would be, you know, Eli giving it to Tom Brady, Tom Brady in the middle giving it to Peyton Manning. That's how it goes in the realm of quarterbacks. So we're in a great age, though. We've got Brady, who's won three Super Bowls. Eli, that's won two Super Bowls. Ben Roethlisberger with two. Aaron Rodgers has one, and he beat Ben Roethlisberger head-to-head. Drew Brees has one, beating Peyton Manning head-to-head. And Joe Flacco already has a Super Bowl and nine postseason wins in five years. I know people will give a lot of shit to Flacco, but that's pretty impressive. Peyton Manning has nine postseason wins in 15 years. Peyton Manning has won a Super Bowl versus Rex Grossman. <laughs> and that was it. That's who he beat. So, I mean, but with all those quarterbacks, that's seven really good quarterbacks that are still playing, that are still winning in the NFL. We're actually, we won't realize it until years later. We're kind of in a golden age of really, really good quarterbacks to watch all the time. Um, so we have Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Joe Flacco. Then you got your second tier players like Tony Romo, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Got young guys like Kaepernick and uh, Russell Wilson and RG three. It's um, it just I love football this time of year. There's nothing else really going on. We're in a great era. We've got like uh, you know, three games to go to see what's going on and just uh. Just enjoying NFL football. Mike Wysocki <laughs> twists. That's true, Mikey. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think the country is, obviously. Football's our pastime, isn't it? And we're talking about fantasy football. Everybody I know plays fantasy football, and men and women play fantasy, are into it now. It is, yeah. I, I love the thing you said about the announcers. That's so true. Chris Collinsworth cracks me up. When he finds a player he likes, he does not let him. And you know who he, he loves? He wants to marry them. He wants to marry him. Eli Manning. Does he drive you nuts? He oh, wants he to loves- marry him. It was a few weeks ago. I'm watching Sunday Night Football. Collinsworth, Eli was – remember, he's having a rough year, Eli. Not yeah, the best year. Yeah. He throws like three interceptions or whatever. Or whatever and, and it's like – and I'm wait, I actually was waiting. Like, What could you say 
about him now. Chris. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. That's this guy did, for he that. just yeah. threw his third interception, and sure enough, he did not let me down. I'm sort of sitting there going, <laughs> There he goes, Eli Manning. Well, that's what I like about him, Al. He can throw a third interception, and he has the same expression as if he threw a touchdown. That's what I'm looking for in a quarterback right there. That stupid inbred look this guy has when he throws an interception. Really, he controls his emotions yeah. so well. Who gives a fuck? You know, Chris is, like, Chris is all over him, man. You know, Jesus. Collinsworth is a fucking dickhead. I'm it telling is. you, like, Eli and it's like it's Whatever the best player on the team is or whatever, the hot name, no matter oh, receiver, and, quarterback, they just drool I've over I've seen interceptions, but when this guy throws one, I get wood. I mean, that's not how many quarterbacks <laughs> who could make that throw? can get me wood with any Interceptions. And, you would for you touchdowns or one thing. Someone probably had to clean up that booth during that game. Oh, I mean, he, he came God. all over the booth. Oh, they love those two you guys. You know, like, whenever just, they, they battle no each other. No, no, uh, Chris couldn't even cover that so game. It would be no. too much. Uh-uh. It's a too much of a holy moment. My uh, eyes uh, would be too much. Of uh, my excuse eyes. me why I beat my meat a little bit here. Because uh, I'm so excited at the yardage you that's being added up between these two. And I've never came this much. Before Al, our Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers play. Oh, oh God! Oh God! I can't wait to that. That'd be the and ultimate. And he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. It'd be it like, sounds uh, where it's just like, and now he's on Madden. So when you play, yeah, when you play Madden, right. you have to hair him. He's on say this show. fucking bullshit. He's like, he's like, you know, when you run the ball with Adrian Peterson, you're always known to just get extra yardage because of all that muscle in that ass. It's like, shut the fuck it's up. Like Jesus breaking tackles when he goes down. Oh. No one can touch him. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning on the same field. Look up in the booth. There is Archie and Eli Manning out. I got to leave. I can't take it. Imagine all this holiness in one field is too much for me. Archie Manning. I wish he was my father. I really do. He should have raised me. As a matter of fact, I'm leaving my dad. And I'm going to ask Archie if he'll adopt me. Even Cooper Manning is my accountant now. You found that he's an accountant. He's the best accountant I've ever seen. Oh, God, is he good. No one can turn those numbers around. Just a wonderful accountant. Just beautiful. Same expression. Cooper has when he's being audited is when he's not being audited. <laughs> he never changes that look. Yeah, I Love hate him, Chris hate Imagine Drew playing Brees. a video game, though. Look at Drew. Oh, my. <laughs> every, every key player on the video game, he fucking talks about. He Megatron. Does. He's talking about fucking Stafford. Megatron. He's talking about oh Reggie Bush. Yes. I mean, but it's a, it's a digital version of him. Did you want to strangle? He does you know love him. I mean? You know, I, I play it. I love it. I love it. It just cracks me up. He's so, he fawns on oh, them. My does. God. It's just disgusting. And we so always have hear him bring back the player thing when, you know, I remember when I was a yeah. wide receiver. And when I played for shitty Cincinnati teams from that, the 80s. Yeah. Cincinnati team. <laughs> I was a. He made it the one Super Bowl, but. He was always okay. You know what he did, didn't he? Did he and I lost to the Niners in like the right. early 80s. I think like Ken Anderson might have been. He was there. actually a good receiver. He was all right. He was yeah, a, yeah. He was the oddest looking receiver in a football uniform. He had this weird Adams. Remember his Adams apple would stick out? He had like a turtleneck under his uniform. And his big Adams apple would stick out. It was a weird thing. I, I still remember that. <laughs> and he's skinny like a pillhead skinny, like real super skinny guy. Yeah. yeah. That guy scares me.
Thank God Eli Manning wasn't throwing to me, Al. I would have had a hard-on through my cup. <laughs> that would have been just too much for me as a player. It's not right. It's not right. They should bottle Archie Seaman. He's the best father just, I've ever seen. Makes <laughs> <laughs> super quarterback uh, babies. He does. He just he goes nuts, man. I he love does, it. Yeah. I love it. Well, hey, I, I you know, since it's a Christmas spirit and everything, I do want to tell you guys, I did get you some gifts from Air Mall oh. Magazine. Oh, that's oh, your favorite awesome. place. Where I shop. Yeah, you, you love that. Place. Everything I do is from Air Mall Magazine. Shop from the plane. Yes, uh, I do. I, I, I'm a subscriber. He's cool like that. To Air Mall <laughs> Magazine. He uses, he uses the, the, the captain's Wi-Fi mm. to you, buy shit. They yeah. let him use it They the let him use. Yeah. Whenever they tell everyone else to turn it off, not Jimmy Crane. They wink at him. Yeah. They you, say, hey, oh, turn your device off, Jimmy. As you're, as you're listening to this podcast, you can go to your Air Mall Magazine on online or if you're like me have the actual magazine mm-hmm. on, on the desk and you could look at these products that, that i'm describing that i got john is on the road right now but uh i have got, i got him the sky rest pillow have you seen the sky rest pillow no it's awesome it's a big wedge and it, it sits on the tray the food tray uh-huh and the pillow lays like lays like on the thing and you fall forward like this like you're shot, <laughs> and you sleep on the pillow like this, forward. Oh, face forward. Face forward. So you could pass out drunk on it. You could oh, pass out drunk on the pillow, forward. And you would look so psychotic, no one would talk to you the entire flight. That would Even be- when you wake up. Would, anyone, would you talk to anyone on that pillow? Hell I would. No. no. You were no. like, just laying there, drool. So it has like one of those wedges, like the things that like help prop women up when yes, you're doing it. Exactly. You know about, like, but it's, it's you ever see those? It's like, yeah, actual that help prop up shorter women for us tall guys. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it sits on a, in a food tray. Put it, and you just kind of like that'd be kind of comfortable. Yeah. It's funny when we it's were awesome. flying out to Mexico. One thing I noticed there's this guy that's like kind of across the aisle from us. He's probably like five or six hundred pounds. Yeah. The only thing I noticed about having a gigantic stomach like that is oh. you can set things on it. <laughs> oh, like when you're sitting, sitting on the plane, of shit you on can throw like a book on your stomach. Yeah. You can throw like a cup of coffee right on your stomach. Oh, he crumbs would fall laptop. on you. Have a snack Remember, for later. He was putting all kinds of shit on his stomach. Like mm-hmm. he had his stomach looked like a it's desk. Like, finally, you know, there's room for them. That's an advantage. He put out a Jim Crim bobblehead on. Stomach. He put out a, a cup of coffee and a plate, a laptop. He was doing all kinds of he shit. He could on put that pillow right on his stomach. That's, and that's sleep true. Forward. He could squash all kinds of women. Oh that dude God, was a, that's squashing, a good squasher. Squashing guy. If you're looking into like gay, gay squashing, squashing, there you go. There you go. That's a gay squasher right there, there boy. Go. That boy, he had all kinds of stuff on his stomach. Wow. Shit on you. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a sasquatch. <laughs> sasquatch. Sasquatch. Sasquasher. Bigfoot, you nasty. My- <laughs> Mikey, I, I got you for it was only I, I hate to give the price out, but I was so proud of the price on this Air Mall magazine gift twenty four ninety five only mm-hmm. because I want to know if you like this because I could get you and the the it's a box of applause <laughs> it's a box a wooden box and you open it and there's clapping and enthusiastic. Plus, I could have used that at my show last night. I should have <laughs> got that earlier. It was kind of a rough one. I could bring that with me when well, stuff's not going well. I just double up, you know, because when you buy a gift and you want to just, you know, buy the same theme, right. I thought I could buy this for Christmas for you and they actually have a box of laughs for another 24 hours. Oh, so it's okay. not just, like, yeah. So this one's just the applause and everything. And then the next one, you, you get the laughs. Oh, okay. I which, like that. Which is good. I like that. 
Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Tara, I got you something that's I wanted. This, you ever have a gift? <laughs> do you ever have a gift you're gonna buy for someone and you're like, God, I want it. You know, maybe what I, mean? I can get them something else. I'll yes, just keep it. Yeah, and I will keep this gift. <laughs> and I had a fight. There's a real fight within, and mm-hmm. but I'm gonna give it to Terry in the Christmas spirit. That's they're awesome. uh, they're hander pants. <laughs> they're tidy whitey underwear. You wear like gloves. They look like underwear, but they're they're they're, they're like gloves on your hands. And they are funny and practical. Handerwear. Little, little tidy whities But your, your <laughs> fingers are cut at the fingers. But they're like little underwear on both. Isn't that awesome? But they have like the striped bands around like yes. the wrist. That, like, oh, the like bands that. around the, the wrist. Hander the pants. pocket thing yeah, to pull. Uh, uh, <laughs> pull, pull your finger out. Yeah. Thought, like, oh, yeah. Pull your finger out. Oh, little, I'm making like a text or something. Yes. So much shit I can do with those, man. That's what I thought. I'm going to use them at every show. Hander pants. Well, I didn't want to just get just. Hander pants since I got Mike the you know expensive box mm-hmm. in my in pillow for John so I want to add on to the hander pants that's awesome was uh, the beer bell I'm getting you which is a three pound dumbbells I know you like to work out oh hell yeah and but you put a can in there of soda pop or <laughs> and or beer for me while I'm working out <laughs> and, and it goes in there you know, you're, yes I'll have to bring it for Jimmy. Oh, uh, when we're working out. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even drink soda. Do they make cans uh, of water? Well, you could do your energy drink or Can something water. in there, your herbal drink or something. Red put Bull. in there, right? Red, Red Bull. Bull. There you go. You can put that in. Or no, my marked, uh, my marked uh, by Marky Mark. There was Mark a, Wahlberg. There was What is it? Marky Mark. He What's he protein. making? He has a protein. Does he? Yeah, from the Panda Game movie. Oh, he, my he God. He made his own protein. I use it sometimes. Yeah? For like, yeah. Oh, my I God. Can put, I can put my uh, aluminum marked on there. It's I, I will, I sh- I'll work out with you. Bring it. I'll be the go. funky bunch, me and Mike. <laughs> you got the good vibrations. Love, I'll tell you come what. Come on, come on. Say what you want. Sweet. That song comes on at a party. Everybody's up. Get the wrong. There are some incredible gifts on in catalogs this year for Christmas. In case someone's out there thinking, you know, what do I get my husband? What do I, you know, get my mm. wife or whatever? So I got some suggestions that you can go online, and there, there are these catalogs for these things. There's one thing you would like: the, the Thor. They have a Thor hammer light, which is pretty <laughs> cool. You know, you know, it's funny. Every time somebody thinks of like anything comic, comic book, I know your comic they book guy. send me pictures of it on the internet, or people send me links all the day. Yeah. Like Eric Factor, our, our little buddy Eric. Yes, he sends me links all the time. Like buy this, and I'm like, there's no way I can buy a. Uh, it's like a ten thousand. It's like a ten thousand dollar <laughs> Iron Man stained glass window. I'm like, yeah. I don't think I could uh, get that right now on my the, budget. The uh, Thor hammer light was about twelve bucks or something. It wasn't bad. Oh, that's like, awesome. It was plastic. And then my favorite one though here. Just a little hint that I want, and I, well, <laughs> and it's not too expensive. But I don't hunt or anything, you know. But I eat meat. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I I mm-hmm. I would go out and walk around with, with, because I need a camo snot sleeve. <laughs> it's an awesome idea. I wish I thought of this. I it's camo and it's a sleeve. Okay, it goes on your forearm. Nose is running. Okay, you're outside. You don't want to pull tissue out. You rub it right on the right on the sleeve. And it catches the snot, but it's camouflage looking. Oh, it's made of camo, a camo snot sleeve. Can't nobody see that. I saw, right? I saw somebody with a camo Paul Molly jersey. Blew my really? Mind. It blew my. And you could tag, t- put that along the camo snot Pittsburgh snot sleeve. <laughs> Why didn't we think of snot sleeve, I man? Know. That's a zillion Jim dollar. Snot sleeves. I want that snot sleeve, but you guys, that's what. And the other thing I want, you watch <laughs> Kenny Powers the movie, Kenny the show, yeah, Kenny yeah. Powers. Yeah. There was an episode where he's. Uh, on a fly, it's a fly board. These things are six thousand dollars. It's the the jet ski thing where the hose in the water and the, he was on the lake, 
and, and you 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 just propel. Oh, you go. The water yeah. shoots you we out. Saw, remember, we saw that in Cabo. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Like they had the jetpack, but there was a dude that got on that board. But I think it. How much was it? It's like two, three hundred dollars. Like three hundred dollars just to ride one for like well, twenty this, minutes. Yeah, but wow, this weird like ass really dude, he hooker. couldn't even he couldn't even get off the ground right, so he kept going in circles in the ocean, <laughs> like <laughs> like literally sideways, like Homer Simpson runs sideways, oh and he God. was just fucking stuck. Well, now we know it was three hundred. Why it was three hundred six thousand dollars for the actual thing that, that's for the crazy. actual jet uh, the flyboard we, we won't get you that man i'd love it. you go 30 you can go <laughs> you can go 35 feet in the air <laughs> isn't that awesome <laughs> put it in your pool yes <laughs> could you imagine that's coming great. to jim's house and seeing him 35 feet in the fucking air <laughs> out of just, just swimming pool just barking at him <laughs> <laughs> They want to get on it. <laughs> They're running in circles around the pool, barking and freaking out. Little Larry's freaking out. The neighbors oh staring. God. I think I Olive is my, just I on the porch. That. Fucking big ass Dakota. Dakota's just confused as hell. Oh. Turning his head. <laughs> That's so funny. 35 feet in the goddamn air. Jimmy Crib's house. <laughs> that, that would be Safety. awesome. <laughs> that means when you come to his house, he's going to be floating above his house yeah, in the back of the house. I can wave. Oh, I've been snot on his arm and like, my <laughs> snot sleeve. Which is <laughs> Jimmy, put the goddamn Silver Surfer down. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Mikey. Bring a little applause box. Uh-huh. Yeah, as, yeah, as it's going on, I have my little hanker hands. Yeah, yeah, your little hands with the dumbbell. Evans passed out on his pillow. <laughs> Underhands, yeah. Man, that's some funny ass shit. Uh, 30, uh, Thirty-five no feet. No restrictions. Christmas. That's a no restrictions. Christmas. That's our gift list. And uh, one more day. Do you have a cookie? Dipper, by the way, which I don't want. This, this, this looks like a pen, but the sticks in an Oreo cookie, like and it's icing, and you dip milk in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make some bullshit. For I know that was a, that was funny. I, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, it looks like a little. Thanks. Looks like a pen a or something. Dipper. I'll use this okay. three times. Oh, a cookie man. dipper. <laughs> Yo, but nothing's more annoying than than holding the cookie and see, and it gets all in your like nails and shit. Right. You know, but if you, you have a cookie dipper, cookie. You, then you it runs down your hands. You have milk running down your forearms. Keep your hands clean. There's yeah. no yeah. There's no problem with the cookie dipper. And they showed a picture. It's really nice. It looks like a person's like having the funnest day. Yeah, you know, <laughs> dipping a cookie in the thing. I bet. When dunking cookies in milk has become a chore. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, holiday parties now are, are everywhere. The, the office party is the key. Everybody has to go to an office party now. This week and next. Right, right. Especially this week. Office parties are everywhere. And it's funny because they always talk about office party etiquette. You really got to watch in the office parties. You get too fucked up. Next mm. thing you know. You're in trouble. You say fuck off to the boss or something or, you know, try to bang the, the secretary, you know, all of a sudden it yeah, may it's not a be a good situation. idea. Some companies, that's all they get. Like they have limited benefits or they don't make much money. So they get the one thing they Christmas get is like a Christmas ass. party when they usually get free booze. So they they just go crazy. Oh, I've seen some really <laughs> bad shit happen at yeah, some company parties. Yeah? Uh, yeah? Some crazy parties? I've seen some crazy company parties. Like what? Like, like crazy. Just, just people getting fucked up to the yeah. point. Like you said, you're in front of your boss. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're outside of work, those people are like, I'm outside of work. Right. Fuck them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that there's certain things that you can still do outside of work that causes you to be an issue. To get in trouble. Uh, depending on how bad it is. But I just saw people getting fucked up and going and humping on like people that <laughs> fucking work there or humping on their boss or humping on a boss. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to get fucked up and trying to fight other employees. That's and, the problem, oh, man. It, it's, it's fucking great. You got to go to those company parties because you want to see people how they really are. 
They're not who they are at work. But you get drunk and you start humping like the seventy-year-old secretary next next week. Like, <laughs> hey, I've been wanting to fuck he, you all year. He grabbed my ass at the party. Oh, and I love this. Hello, honey. You didn't call. Oh, you be Peyton Manning. I'll be Chris Collins. You said you'd call. <laughs> 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 They're dangerous. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. Did you ever have any like? Oh God, we had the greatest. I know you did. Radio stations had the greatest parties, man. I know you Rock did. and roll parties, and especially like in the '90s, they were off the charts. Crazy, crazy parties. Just you know, it's crazy music, the stuff crazy. that. Yeah, I mean, stuff that like you know, people was like, don't don't talk about the party after the party. No, no one's allowed to talk about the party. that kind of craziness, <laughs> man. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had an ice sculpt thing of the of the radio st- station I worked at in. Uh, and uh, I would, uh, I was so fucked up. I, I, I was on ice, and I started chipping the ice off. The <laughs> <laughs> I needed ice. He said he was so fucked up that he started chipping ice. He started chipping ice off. What it did happens. you chip it off with? Uh, a pen or something. I don't even knife, Thor's butter hammer. knife, or whatever. Muir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I needed knife. I needed knife. Oh, that is <laughs> I so ice, fucking funny. I, uh, it was. I remember the first Christmas party, and everyone was trying to kiss ass. You know these parties and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, my one buddy, he was a, uh, you know, he had some say in 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 music and stuff like that. You know, so they got all these record reps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's the first experience I ever had with record reps, and uh, I remember Dice Clay was really big. It's how long ago this was. Dice Clay was like selling out arenas and everything. You know, and, and that's crazy. He would, yeah. do, he would do like twenty minutes, like because it got so big so fast yeah. that people would pay a lot of money to see him. He do, do twenty tr- minutes, and yo, yeah, little boy, blow. He <laughs> needed the money, like the oh, like, oh, oh. oh. So little Miss Muffet sat on, on a the, fucking tough. Yeah, it was his act and everything. You know, did you ever and see his album covers? I, not I, the, not I did. I did. See My dad it. used to have the video. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> I liked these. Okay, I thought. I, it wasn't like my favorite act. I thought it was mm-hmm. okay. I thought it was, I respected yeah. the fact that he's selling out arenas and things and all. But anyway, you know, I just started. I was maybe a year on the sh- you know on the show and stuff, and uh, and we at this point had gone to number one. So was, you know, people, were, they, they, the guy thought I had some kind of clout. This radio, and I have no clout in anything ever. And this guy, you know, but I'm there, and he thought I could make, I could make a call, I guess, on music or something, I guess, because he was. Freaking! I, I never everyone kissed my ass like that. I was like, "What is this?" And this record guy, you know, he's, he's a little like a chubby, little chubby guy, right? You know, and he talks like this, and he's agreeing with everybody, you know. And every anything anyone said from the station is like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." You know, it's like if you said, "I like blue," I like blue too. It's great, <laughs> you know, like that. And somebody mentioned to him, uh, "Oh, Jimmy's a stand-up comedian," and he gets stand-ups. I got to tell you right now, I love him. Um, we represent on his uh, album uh, Dice Clay, who is just incredible. The man is a genius. And I go, I'm not really crazy about him. He's a racist and a bigot. (laughs) (laughs) I said it that quick. (laughs) What? That's fucking awesome. I said, I didn't see that quick. I'm not kidding. (laughs) He's a racist and a bigot. (laughs) Jimmy Crennan, the yes man. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. Whatever this you said. Anything you say, I, I agree to it. It was hysterical. Like, like that quick, man. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's fucking amazing. I'll never forget that Christmas party. It was my first Christmas party. Oh, Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. Dr- drinking at Christmas 
I, I, I like drinks, certain drinks. The, the, the hot drink, I'm going to give everybody a hot drink. Ready? Mm-hmm. This year is the Rudolph. Three ounces cranberry apple apple juice. Shot of cinnamon infused tequila. And a half ounce of triple sec. The Rudolph. There it is. There's our drink. Rudolph, stay getting <laughs> fucked up. The Rudolph. <laughs> you have a red nose. A couple drinks later. Cinnamon infused tequila. That's weird. So that sounds like you yeah. will throw up. That's but that when like. you throw up, taste the cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, it's an aftertaste. It helps your uh-huh. breath smell. Yeah. So, so you got? Are you? Is your your family big in the in the Christmas? Uh, with Thanksgiving, which is you know past a little bit ago, but I, I, we had an old family over, and it, and, and I, I do love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas too. It, it is funny, isn't it? All the mm-hmm. you know everybody yeah. getting together, all the crazy relatives and friends and and stuff are you guys big in the decorations and all that stuff you guys into all that i'm not i'm not really big in i like watching like i like looking at the decorations and anyone around me whether it's my girl or my parents or anyone they they i let them do all the decorations i don't you don't get in it you don't don't, get in (laughs) see the thing is i just like i kind of like to enjoy christmas man but i like to enjoy christmas for what it really is like the the spirit of it um I, like I was telling Mikey today when we mm-hmm. were walking around at the mall, I really just enjoy the positive energy that flows through Christmas. Like everyone's happy and everyone's so nice usually. That's true. Yeah, it, it's like yeah, the one time true. a year where everyone feels like they have to have good spirit. So I just like the positive energy of it. But like I just like looking at decorations. Like it's cool to see a fucking snow globe Snoopy in someone's <laughs> front yard with like all the crazy lights and stuff like that. It is a nice change like of that. pace because it changes in January. Everyone's always depressed in January. They spent all their money on Christmas. Yeah, and now they got to catch and back up. They're not uh, working as much and it's really cold out all the time and people are just yeah. kind of in a bad mood. I have a ritual every Christmas that uh, my relatives like and friends like to, to watch me put the tree up because I, I listen to Dean Martin uh, Christmas CDs yeah. and, because, and drink. Rudolph <laughs> and I Rudolph's. sing along with them, and I start to digress as as you know because I you know because I start drinking yeah start and uh, yeah because can't help it. have you ever heard a Dean Martin Christmas CD yes Mm-mm. he has the traditional songs but the other ones make no sense at all he had to be fucked up on bourbon I'm not kidding you have to yeah you know, I'm just sitting here decorating my tree <laughs> drinking some Jack waiting for Santa to show me his sack or something yeah. make, like, what then the? I might take a nap then yeah. I might take a nap <laughs> yeah, there's no, no nothing you know nothing about his songs that make sense you know there's like slow songs like this wooden floor my face just <laughs> fell on this Christmas <laughs> stuff like that you're like what is he saying why is he saying it you know that's some depressing Christmas music can be terrible because I, I was telling Mike, there's a song that I really hate, and it's by Teddy Pendergrass. It's called Happy Kwanzaa, and I hate the shit out of that song. He has a happy Kwanzaa? Wait, it's called Teddy Pendergrass is happy Kwanzaa? Happy Kwanzaa. I am fan. downloading that oh, today. Yo, it is I'm the all worst over that. song. He'd be like, Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. And I'm like, what Oh, the that's fuck even better if he does it like that. that. Oh, he does, and he hits the notes, and it's all cheesy and shit. And I'm like, What the fuck? If he does Happy Kwanzaa like Silver Bells, it'd be the greatest. Oh, that's like, what's happy Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, you're kidding. He does it. Oh, it, you awesome. gotta hear this song. And the other the other song that I really don't like is I saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus because like that's kind of fucked up and traumatizing for a kid to see. Who like, wrote that and thought that was a great Yeah, you know, like your mom song. is creeping with Santa Claus, yeah, yeah. who is dad. really in reality your dad dressed as Santa, but you don't know that, so you're 
fucked up thinking that Santa raped your mom. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, that's true. Or yeah. gra- how about grandma got run over by a reindeer? How fucking like, joyful yo, is that? You know, you mm-hmm. hate your grandma that grandma much. Grandma got run over by yeah. Especially if people think it's funny. Like God. Well, you the know, one I hate the most 12 days right, of Christmas. All right, I do think it's funny. I'm sorry. Oh, you okay. hate that. 12 tw- days of Christmas? It's oh, so, so it sucks. That and the drummer annoying. boy go- could go away. It goes on forever. It's like a 15-minute song. You're repeating the same shit over and over it again sucks. that no one in the world has ever gotten for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> it's just completely <laughs> exactly. ridiculous. Not since the 16th century has anyone gotten any of those gifts, right? Uh, partridge. Uh-uh. I want a partridge in a pear tree, goddammit. tree. And like eight of them are birds. Aren't there hens? Yes. Or, is there birds? I need those birds. Partridge in a pear tree. Turtle doves. I know. Who needs that many what, fucking am I birds? Am fucking aviary or something? <laughs> well, I need yeah. all that shit. Do so we really need that many birds? You're right. Six geese are laying, or however many geese there Yo, are. Yo, but that's they're money getting right laid. There. Is that what it is? You they're getting laid? Six, no, they're yeah, laying six, eggs. They're laying oh, eggs. Oh, I thought they were like, getting um, laid. It's like, um, a very enlightening Christmas you, special. Jack and the Beanstalk. So you can have more birds really? later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you need. More all fucking, fucking birds. birds for Christmas. They're everywhere. What the hell? Damn. You're right. We used to have um, that a drummer boy. Piper's piping, dr- drummer yeah. boy fucking sucks. Doesn't it suck? It's depressing. Bing Crosby sings it, that one with uh, David Bowie or somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, one of my favorite Christmas songs. I just smack Nathaniel in the back of the head. One of my favorite Christmas songs is um, it's Poor by uh, Donny Hathaway. What is I it? fucking what love is that. It? Hang all the mistletoes. I'm gonna get to know you better. I'm in. You know what I'm talking about? This Wait, Christmas, shining stars late at night. Who is that? Uh, Donnie Hathaway. <laughs> I'm all in. I don't know. Oh, I'll, Jimmy, I'll I'm sending that to you. T- Jimmy, I'm gonna send you all that. kinds of shit tonight. All right. Everyone that and Happy get- Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa by Teddy Pendergrass, right? Yeah. In Hathaway's, Donnie Hathaway, right? Donnie Hathaway. Donnie Hathaway song. Oh, yeah. It, it, that and The Temptations. Mary, you ever hear that song? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I have. Merry Christmas yeah. from The Temptations. You it, ever hear that song? It'd it be like, shining light. I'm sure I have it you know somewhere. My he mom hits those high notes. Eddie Kendricks. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. the, uh, my favorite Christmas CD is uh, Steve Tyrell. Get Steve Tyrell's Christmas CD. Everybody. Is it good? Uh, you'll love it. It's is it great. better than CeeLo's? I have never heard CeeLo's. Oh, CeeLo's Christmas. It's not as oh, up there with, you know, Dean is the greatest, of course, Dean Martin, because he <laughs> just makes you want to drink. Mm-hmm. But Tyrell's right up there. But now I have new new songs to add. Oh, man. yeah, we got we to add these. I'm all over it. We got to add these jams, man. You got to yeah. Like, we had a, um, we are talking about, like, uh, Christmas traditions. We used to have a cool tradition that I thought was, uh, like, really positive. Um, from, like, when I was in eighth or seventh grade, we used to get uh, clothes donated for the homeless, and okay. we'd gather up like a bunch of stuff, get different things, and we'd drop them off at different shelters on Christmas Eve. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. Throughout Pittsburgh, and we go like to the north side, and we go to like East Liberty where the main shelters were, and drop it off, and then like the donations just start like getting bigger and bigger. Like was, that, that was one of my favorite traditions. I tell you what, Jared, you know, it's cool like seeing that. them every like there were some people that you would see a lot like every year they'd be like, oh man, it's crazy. You grew up, boy. You know, to wrap to yeah. wrap to wrap up our show uh, for this episode. Hey, that's a great way to. to say, hey, why don't you, everyone out there, let, let's all. I'm in. We're all going to do something, right? Just do something for for like whether Project Bundle Up, uh, Toys for Tots, uh, the, the Salvation Army. There's so many great organizations, the homeless shelters out there. Uh, let's all give a, a you know a, 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 some kind of something 
some kind of donation this week. All right, how about that? That'll be our Great our thing together. Keep right, spirit positive. Yeah, that's because yeah. that mm-hmm. is what it's all about. Yeah, it's right, it's all about like keeping that positive energy flowing. And like, mm-hmm. it's crazy so, how happy you know these people can be. Uh, when you help anyone in general, I yeah, think that's right. Could be happy. And that's it's what not that about is. punching someone in the face in a Walmart over a fourteen dollar <laughs> blender. Exactly. Like the video, yeah. like, like the video we watched earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the black, yeah. It's so not. we're gonna, so we're gonna think that we're gonna do, do that this week and, and think uh, all those great thoughts and have a great week. And we'll talk more Christmas stuff you know, next week when you know and sing your uh, favorite Christmas song as you're shopping for birds for Mike. Mike Wysocki <laughs> and Piper's piping we went six hens a laying <laughs> yes for Mike all birds all birds Mike alright man hey happy happy uh, holidays this this, uh, this season everyone will talk to you real soon more more Christmas this is Christmas month so we'll have a Christmas special coming up it's uh, Jim Crenn and Mike Wysocki Terry Jones John Evans who's on the road uh, just wishing you a happy holidays talk to you soon thanks for downloading listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.